0: What's up, everybody? This is Perry from Premier Guitar. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee, hanging with my dude, Eric, today. We're gonna talk about some metal stuff. I'm really excited about it, so.
1: Cool, cool. Cool, so this is pretty much your live rig. It's just right here. Right now, this is my live rig. Um, I usually use two amps. Um, I use EVH, and I also use uh, Marshall JVMs. Um, I just switched over from the 100 watt to the 50 watt, which I was telling you earlier, um, the 50 watt is a little bit more um, condensed selling compared to the 100 watt. The 100 watt has got this kind of more big open sound. Lots of headroom kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, headroom. There. And uh, yeah, there's my tour manager just walked by. That's all good, yeah. Anyway, so. Those little 50 know, watts seem a little more compressed, like a little, a more little tighter. A little tighter sounding. And just, just from touring, um, doing a lot of flight aids with uh, like flying around and stuff, it's so expensive and you find yourself carrying less stuff and then trying to get the promoters to you know feature writer and then like hopefully they'll have the right amps and then you know like festivals like 20 bands will play on the stuff and but i mean i've had so like it's like half half like some shows are great some are just terrible because the, the the gear sucks
0: that ba- ordering backline especially when you're in europe is a so you know there's a lot of different,
1: different things going around as far as like uh You know, I've heard about a fractal amp, and I know Megadeth was using that, and they had a lot of problems, or I heard. And so this new amp just came out. It's not new, 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 but it's called the Kemper. And it's a profiling amp, and that's what these are right here. And what they are is they're they're digital amps that are profiled to have, like, every amp, whoever profiles it, get all your sound.
0: When these first came out, these were actually, like, for reamping, right? right wasn't this like outboard studio gear at first and then people kind of yeah, started using it yeah it's just it?
1: amazing because like over here it's the way it looks confusing but right here you have your your stomp boxes which is like your wah pedals and you go through there's just like endless stuff and it's all very killer boutique quality stuff
0: with that said was it kind of annoying to like go through so yes, many it looks <laughs> annoying <laughs> yeah because i mean but there's so many things going yeah. on here it's like but does when, it take you time to dial but it once in you,
1: but once you learn it i mean like right here i don't know if you can see from the camera but you can just scroll through here and just find different stuff, and I'm using the Behringer, uh, I'm using the Behringer, I think it's called the 5050 or the 1010, I forgot what it's called, it's a Behringer one, and you have to have a uh, a chip that reads this, which, you know, you can, you you know, control your stuffs anyway. It's just super cool, and you got right here is your, uh, the amplifier end of it. And then right here is your loop, so you can get stuff like delays. Delays and but yep. even the wah stuff, like on the Behringer, I got like a volume pedal and a wah, and I I'm very picky about wahs. I got a Joe Bonamassa. I love the Zach Wild one, and the Zach Wild this, has like
0: a little gain or something. Yeah, and this on it, right? one's yeah. got
1: like an. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's an Ivanis one, and it's it's amazing. It's so killer. It w- works really. well. And it well. really
0: is comparable. You think like it's comparable.
1: So, you know, right before I we went on tour, you know, I have my big rig, kind of like you know Gary's and all theirs, and it's just amps and all this stuff and you know i got military cable in the back and pins and now i got like a camera bag, <laughs> and another camera bag. it's like you know my my tech can carry it on a plane we don't have to check it in
2: yeah and it's just and that's amazing nice.
1: and so that's what i'm doing and, and i'm also using the uh line six wireless the line six and you know it's it's used it uses the, the same frequencies as the phone and. So it can be annoying, but at the same time for the price, and I paid like you know three four hundred bucks right. for the same
0: do you, Have you ever experienced like maybe like in a festival setting and getting stepped on or anything?
1: You know, I just switched to a cable, but most of the time I would say eighty percent of the time I'm all good that's
0: cool so well, yeah, so literally you're running amps and effects out of here,
1: yep. How are you powering it? Does this power cabs? This one right here is called the toaster, and it's got a power an amplifier in it. It's I would say it's probably equivalent to a fifty watt. Gotcha. Okay. Which is pretty killer. So not, that's amazing. And yeah. I can just plug this right into I plug it into my EVH cab, and it, like I said, it's about, about the volume of a fifty watt, and I can't tell the difference, man. I mean, it's just awesome. Now, you, going back to what I was saying, I, I'm not saying that I don't like real head, you know, amplifiers. Sure this would not be possible if there was not amplifiers Real so i realized that sure. and i still play amplifiers but this is just a lot of fun and this is killer and it's it's you know it's a little expensive but i mean if you if you're touring and traveling this thing will save you so much money
0: have you ever had one go down on you no is this a, and a, a the backup reason, is i one bought a
1: backup because i call them up i'm all Do you think i need a backup he goes no i've never really had a problem i'm like what other bands do? And he goes, Well, I think uh, Batalog's got like 80 of them. And I'm like, Oh. Or he goes, Muse's got oh, 20 sure. of me, them. I'm like, Okay, so I'll get another one. Yeah,
0: give me another one of those. So. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, that's, that, that's awesome. And it. so you're running, you guys can't see this right now, but you have some EVH cabs on stage. Yes. you know what speakers are in them?
1: Uh, they're the 30 vintage.
0: Vintage 30 so selections. So they're kind of like, yeah.
1: they're, they're supposed to be like the 25 greenbacks a little bit. But 30 is a good speaker. I think it's just nice and tight. You and feel like speed.
0: it breaks up. Comparable to like a, a real tube amp? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. You know, right I here. can't
1: tell the difference. You know, Andy Steep, my producer, turned me onto these, and I know everybody's using them. And you know, and you can really get your own sound to it. You can really yeah. dial it in and get. There's your so own much trip. tweakability, right? Yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, I'm not. Usually, I got my own delays and just every everything's just this and a pedal board on my back, and then guitar-wise, we used have like guitar boats. But there's these new—I f- I don't even know the name, the brand name of them—but they look like space age, and a lot of people are using them now. But you can put three guitars, and you could throw them around. I mean, like in Europe, you see them hard s- foam them, cases, yeah, or something? hard or? foam. But they're like the metal; it's like silver metal. It's got some flying horse on it. That's the, oh yeah. Like
0: it's I, I'm not familiar with those, but I got to yeah. check that out. Everybody I'm pretty in rough on using gear. them, so it's you yeah. know
1: really, really small. And like I said, you could take three guitars and that that'll pay for itself within three four flights oh yeah for sure so it's pretty awesome
0: so while we're talking guitars anyway these are is this uh, is this your baby number one this is
1: my first uh, signature this is called the old school and it comes with a 185 EMG pickups um, I'm gonna be doing middle. something now with them um, kind of doing my own pickup with them with EMG the uh, yeah interesting um so are you gonna base, gonna base
0: it off of the modern voice i'm gonna base it
1: off a paf style really but it's gonna be a little bit hotter okay so um
0: and do, have you experimented with this at all
1: yes and yeah. it sounds fine for metal i right now these are the 56 uh i think 66 56 pickups and they're close to like a paf a little bit hotter um, what gave me the idea is I started messing around with the Fluent stuff a little bit mm-hmm. and their PAF one and then just how they had the pull, push-pull and they had the 70s and the PAF. Sure. And, you know, I was kind of going to go in that direction but talking to EMG and kind of just like let's do something. I've been with them for so long, for 20 years. So I decided that it would be better to if they're willing to work with me on something.
0: It's amazing that they gonna well, help you like, and dial it in. You, you know, know, at
1: first they're like, you know, we don't really, and if you look at the roster, they only have it's not like they have 20 million people. Right. You know, they're very circular about it. So I called up Dean and I was like, I don't know how many guitars i sold. Let me see, because I know that we buy them for them. So I found out that I've sold about 1500 of these so far. Solid. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Of your signature model? Of my signature model, which is retails for 750. So it's, it's pretty good. I mean, compared, you know. Pretty affordable, and it's uh, a lot of people are using this guitar. I just think I got. You like, just can't things. play it sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah have, to have a strap on. Right? Well, yeah, I mean the trick is just to put it, put like it in this. the notch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, totally. I yeah. like that.
0: Then it looks cooler so. anyway. And, and then, so is this? Is this just a backup?
1: No, this is my newest one. Ooh, what this do we got here? A, this is called the uh the Soul Z. Soul it's Z. It's actually the first. It doesn't really make a difference, but it's the first uh Dean with the pick plate <laughs> yeah I was gonna say that's that's kind of different. old looking. school looking so are these um, passive these are no these are active but they sound passive they oh, got like the vintage passive. voice kind of thing yeah yeah like? it's got the 66 56 same thing
0: oh and they're just plate covers
1: yep and they got oh. the poles right there so badness that's pretty killer
0: so I guess you know are you guys staying on the same tuning every night or are you guys switching it on, up or on this
1: on this tour we're doing the old school stuff the first two records and uh, it was recorded on an e and now we're going to do a half step, step. okay cool. so so, so all really your cool. guitars are in half step down half step down yeah, yeah.
0: what do you this looks like what 10s you're running
1: um I'm using 52 to 11 11? and I'm using the, the new Dia Darios. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. okay those, gotcha those are killer are they why
0: do you like them they're faster they just have,
1: they're faster they last longer and they got this really killer high-end Ah. Um, yeah so
0: the, it kind of cuts through a little bit for cuts you through, yeah. yeah love it hell yeah man well I guess that's pretty much it. You guys got it dialed down. Twenty years of touring will do that, huh? It's so simple. And
1: also, in ears, I'm in ears now, and I've noticed that I play a lot tighter now because I can so hear everything. You I'm can
0: doing. run right out of this and hear your.
1: No, we go through like some kind of system. I'm, that's Chuck's world. Gotcha. He got me into that whole thing. But I'm using the. Uh, what are these? These are the, Jerry Harvey Audio earphones, and they got like a little are amplifier they in there,
0: molded for your ear,
1: molded for your ear. You have to get your ear molded.
0: Is it possible to get them too loud, like to where it hurts your ear?
1: You can, yeah. These yeah. go fucking really loud. Well, the, I've noticed with that when that they loud. have
0: like a little... Uh, little when I got
1: ear tendonitis from the old days. Sure. So this really helps because I can play really low volume and still get my tone and hear everything and it's just You not kill yourself. It's, and, it's yeah. weird though, when you first go to these, you feel like you're running around stage with the walking on. You just feel kind of retarded. It's silly, right? <laughs> yeah. It feels silly, you know, but... You get used to it, and then now that if I don't wear these, I, it's too loud.
0: Too loud, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's, I, I bet it makes it a little harder to hear yourself, too. Sometimes my
1: drummer's like, dude, when you before you wore these, you were going oh, whoo, 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 all over the place. Oh, so
0: interesting. That's it. Well, hey, man, I, t- I really appreciate you taking the time. time. Cool, on, cool. Man. Have that's a great show. Cool. Thank you. All right. Hey, guys. Um, we're kind of in a little tight spot over here with Alex, but he is kind enough to take his time to walk us through this rig. Um, anything you can't see, I'll try to cover up with um, uh, still photos so we can really get an idea of what's going on here. But hey, man, thanks. All a ton right, for, thank for, you for, for showing us. We're to gonna make it work somehow. Oh, good deal. Uh, cool. There's better venues,
3: but you know, before this, but we're in Nashville and yeah, it worked out. Has so been a pretty fun tour so far? Yeah, it's been a fun tour. Yeah, yeah everybody's a having a good time. Fantastic, I'm about it. <laughs> this is great. We're old friends and uh, the fan. You know, the, sh- the shows have been packed. Great.
0: Great audiences, and uh it's awesome. it's good time. So it looks like you're running a little Kemper Lunchbox guy too, but also some amps.
3: Yeah, I, I have a little bit of a hybrid going here. Um,
0: I've got my uh, signature
3: Buddha amp. Oh, this is your signature? It's my signature. Badness. It's the, uh, the Alex Slonek Preceptor. The Preceptor. And... Um, Big fan of this amp and pretty much everything Buddha does. Yeah, uh, we, I worked on it with them And it's three channels um, I get teased about how many knobs it has It's a lot of knobs It's a lot of knobs, but there is a purpose to it um, For example every single one has independent tone control so it's not like you have a presence that's gonna affect your clean tone but you don't want as much presence on your clean tone. Right, yeah, yeah, it so it's like its
0: a, a, a common complaint with like a 5150, for example, is like, yeah. you know, you can switch channels, but if your presence is up on your gain stage, it's going to... Yeah, those drive know. me nuts because, yeah. you know, there's yeah. certain
3: parameters that you, you don't want to overlap on the different did you, channels.
0: Did you have amps that you, like, kind of wanted to model this after? Like, you tones that you were chasing?
3: Yeah, there were, there were a few. There were a few in terms of usability, a few in terms of, um, foot switches, um, others in terms of tone, others in terms of uh, the face, and just um, user friendliness when you're in the midst of a show, and you need to make changes, and you, know, you need to, kn- sometimes it's, it's hard to remember what's what, Sure. so at yeah. least with this, even though there's a lot going on, it's a very clear layout. It's identical and very obvious where everything is. With
0: that much dialability, do you set each channel how you want it, and then kind of leave it there, unless you need to tweak? Gotcha. Yeah, cool. and it
3: also depends on the gig I'm, I'm doing. Um, here on this tour, it's mostly uh, channel three, which oh, yeah. is the uh, <laughs> super overdrive <laughs> channel. Um, but I've used this for um, instrumental gigs as well. I'm kidding. Um, every now and then I'll get thrown into a situation where, you know, it's, it's uh, a mix of tones. Playing a little cleaner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first time I used it actually was at a NAMM show and I was playing with um, Alphonse Mouzon, the fusion drummer. Fusion guy, yeah, yeah. And I was sort of channeling uh, Tommy Bolin. And for that, um, this uh, channel, two was, was a great sound. Gotcha. That wouldn't necessarily work with uh, Testament. Right. Um, that, and then, would you say it's
0: more of like a rock?
3: That's more of a, a rock, right, yeah. Right. Like a, a classic uh, rock sound. Um, which you, you can, it gets pretty overdriven, but you wouldn't want to play uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, gotcha. Um, and then the clean channel, um, I've used this with my uh, jazz trio in which I play with a uh, hollow body. Uh, the Alex Golden Trio, and that's, yeah, that's just on the clean channel. And it sounds great for that. So I, w- I really wanted an amp that pretty much does it all. Cool. Um, that so. said, I can't take this everywhere. Uh, there are shows we'll do that are overseas. We're in and out. Um, the, yeah, It's a boutique amp, so I might not be able to get one sure. and say... There's no a, back line for... Yeah, yeah in, uh, you know, say, Chile or, uh, you know, Singapore, or something um, However, um, you know, there, that's where the Kemper comes in.
0: Cool. And the Kemper is great. So, so as far as the Kemper goes, uh, sorry about the background noise, guys. Um, are you, what amps are you modeling? Um, so, with the
3: Kemper, the Kemper is is great when um, I can't use my boot. Um, because, but it's very it's very uh, portable, and uh, I've been getting more and more
0: used to it. And yeah, more and so it's a change, huh? And,
3: yeah, it's it's surprising. I mean, I I still, I you know, there's a certain sound that only um, you know an actual amp can get uh, with tubes. Although the the Buddha is a hybrid, so it does have a solid state and a tube oh. side. But it's a very specific. Just thing in the power too. amp. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so are you? you but are I, b- I'm using both now. Cool. So there's a um, on stage um, we have in ear mixes, so everybody else mostly hears the um, Kemper, and it actually blends with uh, Eric's side of the stage because he's using one as well. Cool. And um, it's we're both using different variations of the same um, type of patch. And it says here 5150 carcass.
0: Oh, carcass. All right, yeah. cool. A little heart work tone I, around. Don't, uh, <laughs> I don't
3: know if that means the band carcass, yeah. or is it the carcass of a 5150 amplifier? Yeah. Who knows? Like yeah, yeah. No.
0: But. Um, well, so I noticed
3: that you're using some
0: actual up, yeah. old school effects, too. That's cool. Yeah,
3: well, I like to blend old and new sure. technology. And um, with the effects. Um, it's probably hard, very hard to see them.
0: Yeah, I'll show you guys some still photos so you can see what we're running here in settings. But yeah, what's that Rocktron? Oh, uh, so there?
3: this is a Rocktron um, delay. It's a digital delay, but it's a foot pedal, and um, I tend to, for rigs like this, I, I like the sound of pedals. Yeah, more than rack units. Rack units I, I like in the studio. Um,
0: but I think um, for usability it's just kind of like you know
3: yeah it's just so much easier uh, just more user-friendly sure and it works really well with the effects loop so even though I, you know, I'm still partial to natural amp sounds I always insist on an amp with an effects loop because um, otherwise the delay gets much too washy
0: a lot of wash yeah
3: um, so I have my delay uh, this is a an unusual unit it's a, I think they're, they're pretty rare now, it's called the Tube Dreamer, a uh, variation on the, the classic Tube, sc- tube yeah, Screamer. Sure. Uh, it's got two sides, this is more of a classic rock, kind of like, like an amplifier, this is the right side's more of a classic rock side, the left side is more of a heavy distortion side.
0: Cool. And... Um, so is it two separate circuits? Like, Is it like a classic kind of T S 8 sound plus a modded sound, or is it like a... A little
3: bit, yeah. yeah. It's a little. It's it's as though the right side is more like a classic, tube,
0: TS, and like it, the
3: left side is is modified.
0: Does it feel like an amp in the sense that you can kind of work your volume and tone a little bit to get? Oh, absolutely. I mean, cool. it's, it has great dynamics. That's I,
3: awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of natural players like mm-hmm. Jeff Beck, uh, Gary Moore, uh, Santana. Yeah, people that you know, just, it's, a, it's about tone, tone. In the, hands, the tone yeah. is in the hands. Yeah. So it's not a lot of gimmicks, there's not a lot too many effects. Not that there aren't some great musicians that do fun stuff with gimmicks, sure. but I really like the natural players. And I always try to get a sound with very little volume, even though that's not how I play here. Of course, yeah. In, mm. in some of my other projects, I'll yeah, bring the dynamic way down, and it still has to sound good. And with this, um, yeah, it it helps it helps things to sound good and then the flange is an EVH um phase based 90. on the fa- phase 90 well it is a phase 90 but yeah
0: it's it's the, the EVH signature version version yeah yes and then just obviously and then a, a tuner a, tuner and a, a boss
3: tuner and a boss noise suppressor must
0: have for metal bands
3: uh, yeah especially <laughs> the the la- the volume levels that we play at it's pretty important
0: Knobs 211, man, nothing yeah. wrong with that. And so um, I'll try to also get a photo of this for you guys, but you're just using a, uh, just a MIDI switcher? Um, yeah, so that switches the channels on the camper. Kemper, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, pedals as well? Um, Are you running pedals into that on stage? No, I'm not. No. 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 You're switching Switched.
3: from stage. Um, actually, right now my tech is- switching. Doing the switches he knows, awesome. he knows it, yeah, he knows it's, I'm ha- it's not like I'm a baby, I can't do it myself. I well, I do uh, on some gigs. You know, sometimes uh, my current tech, uh, his name's Kyle. He's not always available, but um, he's very into doing it. He's very good at doing it. It's a nice little service. So, <laughs> I mean, absolutely, cool. So it's great. I'm happy to just play, yeah. and not think. Yeah, about how it.
0: nice is that? Man.
3: Yeah, it's really great.
0: Well, while we're here, let's talk guitars too. Are th- sure. Is this a? Is this um, your rack back here? Or is this um, one of these yours or? Yeah,
3: these two are mine. Okay. Uh, there's a, a third that's uh somewhere around. Is this is basically a
0: number one number two kind of deal? yeah
3: yeah um, yeah pull them out of there Let's so take a this look. this is number one this is my uh, ESP signature, signature look at that it's the a silver uh, burst yeah it's a silver burst um, all hand-built and in Japan it's a uh, basically a mashup of my favorite Instruments, sure, and that includes everything from like a 1960 Les Paul to a, uh, a Heritage that sure. I played for a number of years. Love too. the bi- that binding is so yeah.
0: nice. That's really cool. Um, and then what? What are the? Uh, is this something that you asked them to put in there, or is that like?
3: Yeah, we worked on this together. I, it's one of the reasons I went to ESP was um, they really worked with me, and they didn't just throw stuff at me and expect me to like it. Um, and I, I yeah, you know, I, I confess I wasn't that familiar with them uh, early on, um, and I always thought of them as having like wild star body guitars, crazy. With they build like camo a, paint job, yeah, crazy yeah, George stuff. George Lynch, but stuff. they actually, yeah, and I'm, I've become more of like a classic guitar guy, sure. and it just fits my personality a bit more. Um, but I, yeah, when I went to their uh, headquarters, in LA, I found all, I saw all these great classic style guitars, which I didn't know they did, yeah. and the Eclipses and stuff like that. So uh, in addition to the guitars that I owned that I liked, I, I checked out a lot of these uh, these ESP Eclipses and some of the stuff they were doing. And Anyway, we is put it, it all together and this is sort of a super guitar. Gotcha. Well, cool. Um, and it's also, for other yeah, I, I don't use this much here, but uh, for other, Gibson, other games I, I do this push-pull, and this car? gives it like a, a nice a Strat sound. Yeah, you can oh, get no a kidding. really
0: twangy Strat sound it. And this is this a, a similar neck profile to your to your Gibsons that you like, or is this um, like
3: Yeah, there's a, a certain period of Gibsons, like it, but both the early 60s and the mid-90s, where the necks... Um, they weren't super thin, but they weren't as th- as thick they as half a Louis, sliver, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is a guitar, so even non uh, Les Paul people can enjoy it. Shred it, it yeah. yeah. Even if you're a fan of more like like the '80s guitars with the thin maple necks mm-hmm. and the whammy bars, this is still easy to play. You can still shred on this. Yeah, it looks like you have really nice low action. And yeah, the action's no. not too high. Yeah, yeah. Yet yeah. it has the tone of you know a beast. Yeah. You know, it's got Tom that. Buckers
0: on a big body, yeah. Yeah, great. I
3: could loan this to somebody like Warren Haynes, for example, Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. like a pure tone person, and I th- think they would like it. Very um, cool. And then this other one is the Lemon Burst. Yeah, so this is the Lemon Burst version of the same thing. Eclipse body and, style, uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's just, you know, if you want more of the classic um, looking guitar, it's this, but it's got all the same features. And there's the LTD versions of this
2: as well. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say, do all of your signatures come with this badass inlay? Oh, no, this is just this is on just for the, uh, the higher line. The hi- yeah, this is just on the ESP versions. Um, the LTD ones have the, the logo on the um, truss rod cover. Gotcha. But right. they're really great. And the L- I, they sent me some LTD ones, and I thought, well, I'll just approve these, check them out, and I'll probably give them away or, you know give them the contest one, and they're so good. I have, you ever played, yeah.
0: have you ever played one live? I have,
3: I have, yeah. I have, was, yeah. They're hold up, huh? Yeah, there have been shows where I had to fly somewhere. I usually leave these at the rehearsal headquarters on the West Coast. Gotcha. And I couldn't get to them, so I had to use the LTD. And the LTD was, worked out great. Yeah. So so it's not like I don't play it, it's the budget version uh, it's for yeah. the rest of it. <laughs> no, actually, I, it's, it's a great guitar, I, I use that as well. Very but if, cool. you, if you want one that's absolutely like top-end, the tank,
0: uh, yeah, then go for the ESP. Oh, cool. Well, hey, Alex, I appreciate you taking the time to talk uh, to us. My it. pleasure. Cool. Have uh, a great show. Out. Thank you. Catch you. Uh, catch Enjoy. you next time. This is my man, Mr. D. Giorgio, <laughs> and he's got some really cool stuff that you wouldn't necessarily expect. This is one of the bases that you play. Yeah, this you is. You don't uh, see too many metal bands rocking Rickenbackers.
2: No, so. they don't. I was a Rickenbacker guy, pretty loyally back when I started, and stayed with them for a long time. But they didn't make the fretless I wanted, and I. Bounce around a couple places, and uh, I don't know. Lately, I when, when Rigabagger came out with this walnut design last year, it, it had me hooked. I just I love the That's look cool. of it. I love this flat. This yeah. is custom, this is made by a company in Germany called Snake Guitars, and uh, or yeah, and uh, it's it's made of metal, so it it, it fastens on there really strong and vibrates with the sound instead of right, so just laying on like top, yeah. So that you know, that made it look, but I'm, I'm back to the Rick, man. I really love the sound of it. You know, and uh, yeah, it's a Rickenbacker 4003 and it's, it's pretty young, it's about a year old. And uh, I, I just I love the look the of it, I love the sound yeah. of it, man, it's always, you know.
0: I guess the the guys from like Converge are really the only other metal bands I've seen playing Rick, so that's cool that you're yeah, experimenting, you know, you know? that's yeah, awesome. It's,
2: it's part of my past and stuff. So. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I it was, dig it. It was good to uh, touch back to the roots and get that good growl.
0: Beautiful bass. Yeah. Now
2: let's see. Yeah, I'll get the other one.
0: I am going to show you guys something really, really crazy. I've never seen anything like this, so I'm excited. look at this beast <laughs> there right. she is who
2: makes this a three string fretless <laughs> well the it's modified by me but who makes it uh, His name is Carl Thor Kilsden hence the name Thor it's a Thor, Thor. bass gotcha he's from southern New Hampshire so it's American um, he's of Norwegian descent so the Thor motif sure. not only sounds cool but it fits it makes sense to his his name and everything and uh, he's it's what we would call like a boutique or a, you know, kind of a small independent, yeah. almost like a craft beer. You right. know, It's not mainline. Craft luthier. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. He's just a just a part time luthier, but he has extremely well. Ex- awesome work. That I thing mean, is nasty. It's a work of art. It's very custom. I mean, he'll start with a block of wood, and ask you what grain pattern do you want, and you know this this radical design is his idea, and that's what attracted me to it. But everything else. We talked about in detail about what the electronics, sure. the, the feel, the, the wood, the stain, the, you know, I I told him I prefer a high gloss. He likes a m- little more satin mm-hmm. finish, you know, more natural, but I like the gloss because I'm pouring sweat every night, you know, saliva's coming out, beer's flying up, and it, yeah. it's easier just to wipe down, yeah. And, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, this was a five-string. This was the first one he made for me and I used this for a couple years and then he made me a six string fretless and that thing's a big wide yeah. Cadillac, heavy piece yeah. and it normally goes with this one. I bring them both out as, as twins and I switch between them but this Testament tour we're doing a really retro set of the first two records and I didn't need the big range of a six string. So the Rick is kind of the switch off base on this and uh, after having a six string for so long it was hard to kind of go back to the five string because the six has everything you need. So One day out of necessity, I was learning a band set and it it was, I had one day to learn like 25 songs and it was getting real confusing in my head learning all these songs. And I I remember looking at the bass and I said, you know, if I could just get rid of the strings that I don't need, maybe it'll help me focus. And so I went down to to the three low ones and they were just all next to each other like normal. And I learned the set and I leaned the bass against the wall and I said, man, look at it, it looks kind of cool. So I, I moved the strings so they're a little more even. So these are the three low strings, the E, A, and D, and they're just in the 1, 3, 5 slot. Sure. And I kept it like that out of necessity to keep my brain in the set of the band I was working with, but it was such a hit with everyone, like, ooh, look at it, it's weird, it's strange, and everything. So I said, okay, cool, It's my thing. And so I've been doing this about, I don't know, six, seven years now, playing the old three string. Love it. So it's, it's, a, it's a challenge with the spacing, you know, to uh Well, that's going to be a play. dull.
0: Going from that to the Rickenbacker must throw you off a little bit, huh?
2: No. I'm just used to it uh, by now? Yeah, I've kind of I've kind of worked up to it. Yeah. So,
0: what electronics are you running in here? These are
2: Nordstrand pickups. They're made in Southern California, and they are passive, uh, dual co- dual coil and uh, splittable Bartolini uh, active circuitry here. Oh. So there's even a you know well, mid sweep yeah. push pull. There's a passive active push pull, and a treble boost cut, sure. base middle treble pickup selector. So it's got everything and uh, love it. Yeah, and uh, and uh, of course. String everything with the roto sound, Right, it's got on. the good, yeah. bright, aggressive sound. And, uh, a little punchy. Yeah, and then of course, here we go, got them on me, thankfully, so I go through the Jerry Harvey, uh, the in JH ears. audio in-ear, so, you know, my mix is almost like you would have like in a recording studio, I mean, my bass is right on top, crisp and clean, I could hear every finger swipe, so it, it helps focus as well, you know, like yeah. really just dig in and play, just Play a good set every night and stuff, you know. And awesome, man! Yeah, so that is
0: definitely something different. I dig <laughs> it, that is awesome. Yeah, it's fun, it's very, a lot of fun. Cool. It keeps me focused, you know. Yeah.
2: It's, a, it's a little bit of a challenge, all
0: right, Steve. So we have a second, yeah. And um, I'm glad you could squeeze in here with me. Yeah, because here we all are. this backline stuff, yeah. but tell me about this badness right this here. This is the
2: granddaddy we were talking about from EBS. This is the Fafnar.
0: I love that they have a rune, yeah,
2: for sure. That's the F in the uh. The the, the the runic alphabet they call it, but uh, yeah, this is this is the granddaddy. So it goes in, and there's a clean channel right here, and uh-huh. you can come straight out of that if you want, or you got a gain channel up here. So
0: has this got like a tube preamp for the gain stage
2: or something? There is a tube mode, okay, gotcha, which I do not have activated. Um, yeah, so it's just it's the the gain boost is up here, and it gives you an op- option right here to go. Uh, in series or in parallel, gotcha. I chose the series mode. Nice. And uh, like I said, here we got, we're a little bit above like two. Two and it's still screaming, huh? And this thing is just powerful, man. It's unbelievable power. The clean channel is perfectly clean. The gain has an overdrive, but it's not like distortion. It's a nice Zippy. subtle yeah. dirt that adds there that just gives bass players that good combination. Good yeah, it doesn't take away anything of the, of the low or the high crisp punch or any of that, it just adds a nice, just sizzle to it. I and love it's it. cool looking.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. badass. Well, that's cool, you can go pre or post right on the front here.
2: Yeah. Awesome. He's taking, actually, this this signal chain, he's got the pre going to the board and then he has his post right here. It's going to a, is that a DI? Yeah, it's a, it's like a cab simulator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Who makes yeah. this? Oh, uh, it's scratched off, something like Oh, It's got tape and stuff all oh, over it. It comes it. with a sound, man comes with the sound guy. But comes that, with the sound man. He liked this sound of the pre and post but he didn't need three channels so he he's using when, his uh, that. post and this is the back of the this is coming this is the speaker jack. So right out of the back of the head to this and he combines it with the pre and, uh, and yeah that way you never have to mic the cabinet. And then
0: you're just running out to the stage to an 810. There's my 810 right here behind it. Oh yeah Let's on the face ground. Out
2: there. Yeah it's, it's down sideways tonight. Normally we have these uh, set carts with the cabinet standing up and these things are up higher and you know it's a bigger production, but we're scaled down tonight. Yep. But that's kinda good because it's stripped down, you can yeah. actually see it, because sometimes this thing's covered and Very put cool away. Man. So that's we'll, it. Yeah, that's we'll, Fafner made by EBS. Freaking total power, killer sound. Love it. Well thanks so much for
0: squeezing in here with me and yeah, showing man. me this. This is too cool. No, thanks. Thanks man. for the attention, man. You guys at home? pay attention this is how
2: metal is made <laughs> yeah and one more thing yeah yeah yeah. this is my backup head we don't even take the cover off it's not even plugged in because this thing I've used this it's a recent hookup I hooked up with EBS in November so I used them November December all through Europe this early winter and now on this run and this head has never faltered once not once huh? the backup is here just because everybody needs a backup it's like having a spare tire in the trunk if sure. you need it but we've never unpacked it and never plugged it in this thing it's been not falling, only huh? is powerful and sounds good but it's so freaking reliable so well, that's, that's a plug right there hey,
0: that's <laughs> that's what you need man especially if you're tuning as much as you guys you know oh yeah well hey man again thanks for thanks. taking the time we really appreciate it thanks for giving me the time man. i love it you guys at home stay tuned for more rig rundowns review demos all that fun stuff and we'll catch you next time
1: don't forget to sign up for pg perks your all-access pass to exclusive gear giveaways and discounts on PremierGuitar.com.